today, Rinpoche gave a very clear explanation on things that you should give, things that you should not give, how you should give them, how you should not give them, etc. Many points were clarified for Dharma practitioners that have questioned them over the years. Okay. Okay, so now we're going to be on page uh, 130 into 131 in the English. Nipa Nagi Ngopo Tomatan. Okay. 
So I think we're a detailed explanation of the things which are and are not to be given, um, which is B. So in the Tibetan it says number two. So I believe that is exactly where we are. Um, and then the detailed about inner things has three categories. Uh, so we have um, number two. It says uh, number two. So that's, uh, if we go to the, just as a translator's note, if you just look up, we had first the brief explanations of things which are and are not to be given, and now we get into the detailed um, explanation. And um, so that's where uh, we're going to begin um, in the detailed explanation part. Um, so we we look at uh, the person who's giving, uh, who's the giver, and uh, who they're giving that to, and what they're giving. Uh, so we're going to look over things like that um, at this point. What is the person thinking? What should he or she be thinking about when doing that giving? What are some of the things to give and uh, proper recipients? So. Um, now we're getting into um, a detailed uh, explanations of things which are and are not to be given. Uh, so um, first, it says the detailed explanation of things which are and are not to be given has two sections. Detailed explanation about inner things which are and are not to be given, and then a detailed explanation about outer things which are and are uh, not to be given. <coughs> And then uh, it says the detailed explanation about inner things which are and are not to be given. There'll be three categories. Uh, Rimache mentioned them. I'm going to read them. I'm just not sure if he listed them or just said there's three. But it's inappropriate giving from the viewpoint of time, inappropriate giving from the viewpoint of purpose, and inappropriate giving from the viewpoint of the one who asks for something. So we see... Um, uh, what the person's thinking about, the reason for it, the recipient, him or herself, uh, and so forth, the timing on it, etc. So that it will give the, all of these details. Um, <laughs> Shansa Pose, 
छे तो दुआ मंजू यहाँ नेगल को दुआ मैंना यहाँ फूसो फैना ने शांसे जिजेला तुम आशाला तुम तुम आशाला जिम्मतां गुरेस कहाँ तुम आते छे तो दुआ चेला फूसो ने बंजो आता छे दे यहाँ फूसो ने ना जेला तुम मुझे उस उन दो तीन दो तीन बारे Okay, so we're going to just back up slightly. Uh, Rimache wanted to go through the the paragraph just before it as well, um, because when we're looking at the outline, we see that number four are things to give, and number one is a brief presentation of the things which are and are not to be given, and number two is detailed explanation of things which are and are not to be given. Uh, so we're going to read the brief explanations just uh, in its total. Brief uh, presentation of the things which are and are not to be given. In brief, bodhisattvas should give to others those things which immediately produce in the recipients pleasurable feelings that are free from the causes of a miserable rebirth and which ultimately will benefit them, either eliminating their sin or setting them in virtue. Even if these things do not immediately bring happiness, they should give them... Uh, uh, immediately bring them happiness, they should give them if they are beneficial in the end. They should not give things which immediately produce pain and ultimately cause harm, or which are immediately pleasant but ultimately painful or ultimately harmful. Uh, so this is the summary um, of the section which will be explained in much greater detail in the next uh, points. Um, so, um, let's see. So next is the detailed explanation or the ex expanded. Um, jeba is um, if you were to take something and if it, like an accordion, pull it out, like expanding it, jeba. Um, so that just looking at the Tibetan word, um, the, this one is like compressed. The brief explanation is a compressed explanation, and then the uh, um, ex detailed explanation is really an expanded explanation, pulling it all wide open. Um, the word really has that connotation of just pulling everything wide open. Uh, so, anyway, now we get into the detailed explanation. <laughs> Jimba Matunchi Kashi 
Tanwar 
Okay, so um, I just want to bring us up to where we are with just some questioning about the, the three points where they fall. Um, we'll, we'll, it, it's just more of the inner details, but um, we'll find out as we get down further, but it looks like there's some slight difference in where you see how the A, B, and C uh, is in the Lamrim Chemo in the English. Uh, where those A, B, and Cs go, it seems to be a little bit different that we're talking about over here. Uh, so let's just go forward and see where we end up. Um, okay, so the detailed explanation about inner things which are and are not to be given. Once you understand how not to give inner things, you will know the opposite of that, what you should give. Therefore, I will first explain how not to give. This has three parts. Inappropriate giving from the viewpoint of time, inappropriate giving from the viewpoint of purpose, and inappropriate giving from the viewpoint of one who asks for something. Um, so, we begin with first the uh, inappropriate viewpoint of time. And it says, uh, right from the start, bodhisattvas give away to all living beings, their bodies, etc., with complete sincerity. Nevertheless, though you may be asked, do not give away the flesh of your body and so forth until you have de developed an attitude of great compassion. Then you will not despair at the hardship of being asked for such things. Uh, so uh, here it's saying that this generosity at this level comes from a real great compassion. And if you don't have that, and as a translator's note, great compassion is um, all you do, day and night, no other thoughts occur, is think about becoming a Buddha for the sake of beings. And, and, uh, and I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. All you think about day and night is wishing that sentient beings be free from suffering and the causes of suffering. So that's all you think about if you have great compassion. You don't have any other thoughts going on. Everything you're thinking about is that is imbued with or that specific thought that you wish sentient beings be free from suffering and the causes of suffering. So just as a translator's note, that's the level that they're speaking of. It's not just saying you have compassion. It's saying you have that level. Then you could make a decision to give your flesh because you wouldn't, you wouldn't make a bad one because you know your life is precious, and first of all, and you wouldn't regret having done it because you have great compassion. So there, um, this is for, basically it's saying this is for highly realized people. It's just an example of where you can get to spiritually, but it's not for beginners or even advanced practitioners. Um, it's for those highly, highly realized folks. Um, so just wanted to mention that as a translator's note um, and just expand upon uh, um, how Rinpoche explained it. Um, Inshina. 
Shagai Okay. Um, so now we'll just see again where we end up. Number one ends where I read to. Now number two is the compendium of trainings quote, but not in the entirety. Um, so uh, maybe there's three within each of the three. We'll see. Uh, that could be possible. What's happening here? Um, uh, what is so from Shanti Deva's compendium of trainings? What is the joyous perseverance on account of which you become dispirited? It is when one who has little strength undertakes activity that is weighty or that extends over a long period of time, or when those lacking fully mature belief undertake difficult tasks, like, for example, giving away their own flesh and so forth, though these beginning bodhisattvas have given away their own body to all beings, still they turn away from untimely uses of it. 
Otherwise, they would despair about these beings who ask for flesh and thereby squander huge masses of good results due to the wasting the seed of the spirit of enlightenment. Uh, so that is number two. Um, let me just make sure there was no commentary. That's one about that. That's so. Somebody Okay, then a ale, the sum, re, 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 sum, yore, ale, 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 ale. Somba do what is a papa nahadu is in Dulu, to my imba, to my imba, do one dujiless washi, to my imba, Lujima, do what the tongue was at the dujiless, sheso, okay, she dance, okay, and show you what you don't do. That's so. Junju lay. Okay, so then, number three, Therefore, the questions of Sky Treasure Sutra says, Untimely wishes are demonic activity, and engaging in the Bodhi... Uh, um, Sattva Deeds also says, do not give away your body while your compassionate attitude is impure. In any case, give it away to achieve a great purpose in this and future lives. Um, Le Alright, so number now number one is complete. So that was what it was. Number one had three categories. He was saying three categories and I saw the three. Um, so there's going to be categories within the three. And there happens to be three. 
in the first one. So we, um, all the breakpoints are correct. Um, so the, just anyone who's taking notes, uh, we have the first paragraph. That's number one, where it says the compendium of training. That's number two. It starts there. And then number three uh, is where we say, therefore, the questions of the Sky Treasure Sutra, as well as then the uh, engaging in the Bodhisattva Deeds quote. So those are the three categories. Now we move into the second main category, which is inappropriate giving from the viewpoint of purpose. Uh, so again, there will be categories. Um, uh, so Rinpoche was looking that up. We'll get back to that. And we read, uh, Do not give away your body for some trifling purpose. Engaging in the Bodhisattva deed says, For something trifling, do not harm your body, which is for practicing the sublime teachings. In this way you will quickly fulfill the aims of living beings. <laughs> Ni ソンバニョトゥドバンジョロセンジェンゲソンバトゥドバトゥヨンゴレシェソニバレニバテバトゥタンブレニバランゴンセニバレンジェネイシュンジュロンサータンボツァーニパデランゴデオーズオッケーそ
Yemba Jimbo Okay, so now number two. So number one is complete and it ends at the quote from Shanti Deva. Now number two. When from your perspective you are free of the hindrances to generosity, stinginess, etc., and from others' perspective, there is the greater purpose of accomplishing the aims of many living beings. If you do not give away your body, then you do not give away your limbs, etc., even if asked. If you are asked for your body, etc., for the purpose of engaging in wrongdoing, such as killing and so forth, that will harm yourself and others. Do not give yourself away to another... Uh, do not give yourself away to another even temporarily. Um, so <clears throat> here it's showing that uh, first you have to be free from uh, the, the obstacle to generosity. So the obstacle to generosity is miserliness or stinginess. So one has to first uh, arrive at a place that is free from this negativity of miserliness before one can even entertain um, the next step of generosity, and especially at the level of, of one's body, speaking of here. Perspective, there is greater purpose of accomplishing the aims of many living beings if you do not give away your body. So you can, if you don't give your body away, you're able to practice dharma. So one has to be able to contemplate this and understand that this body can be used and will um, is, is the best basis, is the 
um, best basis one can have in order to become enlightened, to become a Buddha. Um, so one has to recognize that when considering um, engaging in this kind of generosity, um, which doesn't happen very often, so we probably, as a translator's note, aren't in any trouble of someone asking us today for our flesh, but um, a bodhisattva would be able to just give that, but know, he or she would know because of their realization whether it was appropriate to do so or not. Um, so the point here is that one has to look at um, uh, what the perspective of the greater purpose that you have to do with this basis. Um, and then secondly, um, uh, for instance, if you are asked, uh, uh, someone wants to use your body to engage in some kind of negativity, saying, go kill this, or something of that nature, um, then this becomes uh, a generosity that you wouldn't engage in. Um, so when looking to uh, whether or not uh, a certain behavior is appropriate, um, in the case of this case of generosity, for instance, one has to look at many different angles and perspectives in order to make the correct decision uh, about whether or not um, it will be a hindrance or a help. Um, uh, and let me just make sure I got everything else. <laughs>
Okay. Inappropriate giving from the viewpoint of one who asks for something. Do not give your limbs, etc., when demonic deities or beings possessed by them ask for them with an intention of inflicting harm because it will hurt them. Do not give when asked by a mad person or by those whose minds are disturbed because they are not uh, sincerely asking and the request is not well considered. Not only is there no transgression in not giving to these beings, if you do give, there is a transgression. Uh, On occasions other than these, you should give away your body when it's asked for, 
Furthermore, there are two ways to give away your body. One, sectioning out your limbs and so forth and then making a permanent gift. And two, giving yourself over temporarily into someone else's power as a servant, etc., in order to bring about their religious aims. So saying you can literally section yourself up and give your body away in, in that fashion, literally um, in sections like you would um, um, butcher uh, butcher an animal, you would section yourself like this, um, imagine that, um, um, or um, the other is the um, temporarily giving your, um, basically um, uh, becoming the slave of someone else, um, this is another way, like uh, doing anything they asked, it says uh, giving yourself over temporarily into someone else's power as a servant, etc., in order to bring about their religious aims. So the specificity here is around the reasoning you're doing it for them is so that they can achieve their goals religiously. Uh, so this is always centered around the practice and, and enlightenment and best um, opportunity for each individual to become a Buddha. Um, so it's it's setting up the conditions and situations for every individual to become a Buddha for him or herself because each person's continuum is different and affinities are different. So therefore, uh, what works for each person isn't exactly the same. <laughs> Nebo Rajuta Segun 
زدوں تو واداں گوتوں تاں شمزشیں چھوتواں تاں تالا زدوں شیبا دو جاؤں تالا لوشے تو مروں یو نے دوبارہ دیں بالا دوبارہ دیں بالاس گوبالا صبح تدا کے پاپا تروتا تواں لیبر دٹے جی تواں لیبر دٹے جی گواج جا منزاواتا نیجی دا سب سب ناتا چاشی جی نبا نبا شبا مزوا نبا شیبا 
Okay, so <clears throat> now we finished the inappropriate giving from the viewpoint of one who asks for something. Um, so the, that's completed. Now we move on to detailed explanation about outer things which are and are not to be given. Uh, so this has two sections. Uh, first is how not to give outer things, and the second is how to give outer things. So um, we, we look at the difference between inner um, and outer things. Uh, the inner things, Rimache, the Nang Dang Shi, the Chiran the Gari Lao Sung, the Nang, the Kansak, Chiran the Kansak, Gari Lao Sung, Ni Chi Sung. Nang, not the Kansak, Kansak. Okay. Um, so um, when we differentiate um, outer and inner things, um, Outer things are things which aren't person. Inner things which are things which are uh, considered person. Now, it's not pervasive, but it's how we state it. Um, so, how, to not, how not to give outer things, there are five, five categories. Uh, how not to give outer things has five parts. Inappropriate giving from the viewpoint of time. Inappropriate giving from the viewpoint of gift. Inappropriate giving from the viewpoint of the person, inappropriate giving from the viewpoint of material things, and inappropriate giving from the, the viewpoint of purpose. Uh, so these are the five categories, um, and we then get into the first. Inappropriate giving from the viewpoint of time. Inappropriate giving from the viewpoint of time is, for instance, at given giving an afternoon meal to renunciates of those who have taken a one-day vow. Um, so when you take the um, one-day vow, you have the um, commitment to only eat that one meal for the day with some restrictions even on that meal. So if someone has taken that vow, um, then you would, if you encourage them 
to eat the um, uh, meal later, then this would be an inappropriate time to give them food. Um, so inappropriate giving from the viewpoint of time is, for instance, giving an afternoon meal to renunciates or those who have taken a one-day vow. Um, so that must be referring to uh, another one, afternoon. Um, it starts right at noon, and then the person's, as a note, allowed to eat up until they can't eat anymore. And then that's all you're supposed to eat for that day. So this must mean after the noon, after the noon time meal, you give a give food after that meal because it's a section of time, and it's the section of time is as long as it takes for them to become full, and once they're full, then there's no more eating for the day. So I think that that if you were to go back and and look at it translation wise, um, it would be who have uh, giving an afternoon um, meal. Um, yeah, I think everybody understands it. So it's after the afternoon meal. Uh, and then number two, inappropriate giving from the viewpoint of the gift. Inappropriate giving from the viewpoint of the gift is, for instance, giving leftover food and drink to one observing vows, giving food and drink contaminated and polluted by feces and urine, spittle, and drink contaminated and polluted by feces, I'm sorry, urine and spittle, and mucus or vomit and pus, giving garlic, onion, meat, alcohol, or something tainted by these to those who do not eat or drink these things, or who have vows for which it is inappropriate to use these things, even though they might want to eat or drink them. Even giving away a child, servant, and the like, even if you clearly convey the significance of the giving and they are pleased with it, when requested by someone you dislike, a yaksa or a raksasa, someone overcome by belligerence, someone who is ungrateful, or someone uh, forgetful, when approached by a sick person who asks for food and drink, giving unwholesome food and drink, and even giving wholesome food and drink without moderation, giving tasty food when asked for it by extremely greedy people who are already satiated, and giving scriptures to non-Buddhist philosophers who have commercial interests, are seeking points of criticism, or do not want to learn to understand it in more detail uh, than from the Bodhisattva levels. Uh, so that's Rinpoche just read basically that far, didn't give any commentary um, uh, other than I believe he was saying that um, so these are so if someone has a specific vow or some commitment. Um, as a note in the action tantras, there's um, abstention from garlics and certain things. So if someone doesn't, where it says that doesn't eat them, it really means they've made a commitment not to. So in this, where it's 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 uh, it reads as if it's just a matter of choice from their part, um, but in, it it uh, in the English, but it's really speaking of. Uh, there's because of the things that it mentions in the different categories, it shows there are all these different kinds of vows or commitments that one could hold. Um, so it's saying that if they do, then you shouldn't, even if they kind of want to have that thing, shouldn't give it to them because you're you're aiding their broken commitment. Uh, Deeg Sung Rinpoche. That was the 
Okay, so um, through this section, the, there's um, two points just for anyone following, and I'm sorry I'm not going to be able to pinpoint each of them um, but uh, because we've already gone through. Um, but it looks like the first point um, is the inappropriate giving from the viewpoint of time, dealing with the renunciates and giving the meal inappropriately. The second point is the next paragraph, um, and then the third point um, is gets into the bodhisattva levels uh, by Master Asanga. Um, we have the five treatises on the levels and then the two compendiums that Master Asanga wrote, and this falls categorically under those. Um, and uh, so it says, this is how the Bodhisattva levels presents it. Understand it in more detail from the Bodhisattva levels compendium of determination where it says if you have fully uh, if you give a fully written Buddhist text to persons of childish intelligence who ask for it you incur a misdeed if you ask others for it to give to them you also incur a misdeed so if someone has low capacity intelligence um, and you give them a, a text uh, that they are going to misunderstand. They won't be able to understand or frustrate them or misread or develop wrong view from. Um, so you incur a misdeed if you give it to them or if you ask someone else to give to them. It's the same misdeed uh, whether you give it to them directly or not. It says if you give it, uh, if you give it totally within thinking that you can cause them to become interested in it, or to embrace the profound teachings, you do not incur a misdeed. Uh, so if the motivation is truly pure that you're giving it to them for that reason, then there's no misdeed. If you have a text, if you give a text of spur spurious teachings or treatises by non-Buddhist philosophers to beings who have faith in it, after you have set it to writing, or you have an already written text in your possession, or you ask them for a text from others, you incur a misdeed. Bodhisattvas erase the written texts of non-Buddhist philosophers that they have in their possession and have the scriptures of the Buddha written down, or they recognize that the texts are without any substance at all and make it known to others as well that it is better to erase them than to have the Buddha's scriptures written down. If someone asks you, a bodhisattva, for a stack of blank paper prepared for a text, you should inquire, what are you going to do with it? If the reply is, I'm going to use it for commercial purposes, and the stack of blank paper is one that you are preparing for religious purposes, do not give it. If you have the monetary equivalent of the stack of blank paper, give this to the person. If you do not have the monetary equivalent of the paper and can neither give paper nor money nor paper, you still do not incur a misdeed. So if you don't give anything, because you shouldn't have. Um, I'm going to read the last. I don't think Rinpoche did, but I'm just going to read it through, and then we can 
go back. If you are not preparing the stack of blank paper for a religious purpose, by all means give it away so that it will be joyfully put to use. Similarly, you do not incur a misdeed for giving it when the request derives from the desire to transcribe uh, a really vile book. And it is in the same case for someone who wants to transcribe a middling kind of book. But be aware <coughs> that you do incur a misdeed by me not meeting a request made by one who wants to transcribe an exalted text. Um, need Okay, so <clears throat> now um, the levels compendium. If you have, if you give a fully written Buddhist text to persons of childish intelligence who ask for it, you incur a misdeed. If if you ask others for it to give to them, you also incur a misdeed. If you give it to, if you give it totally within thinking that you can cause them to become interested in or embrace the profound teachings, you do not incur a misdeed. If, if you give a text of spurious teachings or a treatise by non-Buddhist philosophers to beings who have faith in it after you have set it in writing, or you have an already written text in your possession, or you ask for a text from others, you incur a misdeed. I think that's where the stop point is in that. Uh, that's cool. Shanchu Sembe Le Le Pam the Loma Song. Shanchu Sembe Lamont, Shanchu Sembe Lamont, Tessimba. 
ਸਾਚੂ ਸਿੰਬਲ ਲਵਾਉਂਦੇ ਸਿੰਬਾ ਲਾਨਾ ਦੁਬਤੇ ਹਾਂ ਸ਼ੇਦੇ ਸਾਜੀ ਜਿਸੂਰੋ ਇਹਦੇ ਇਹਦੇ ਜੁਬਾਂ ਸਾਜੀ ਜਿਸੂਰੋ ਇਹਦੇ ਜੁਬਾਂ ਦਾਨੀ ਜੀ ਜਾਂ ਹਿਬਲ ਲਵਾਉਂਦੇ ਹਿਬਲ ਮੇ ਬਸ਼ੇਨੇ ਹਿਬਲ ਮੇ ਬਖਨਾ ਉਸੋ ਸ਼ੇਬਰ ਸਾਜੀ ਜਿਹਦਾ ਲਾਂ ਲਾਪਾ ਖਨਾ ਡਰਬਰ ਖਨਾ ਡਰਬਰ ਸ਼ਾਵਸ ਖਨਾ ਲਾਪਾ ਖਨਾ ਡਰਬਰ ਸ਼ਾਵਸ ਨੇ ਸੁਜੇ ਜੀਬ ਮੈਂ ਬਸੇ ਜਿੰਦਾ ਲੈ ਲੋਨ ਡਰਬਰ ਸ਼ਾਵਸ ਕਿਤੇ ਲਬੋਂ ਮਾਦੀਬਾ ਹੋਂ ਜੇ ਉਹਨਾਂਸ ਲਬੋਂ ਮਾਦੀਬਾ ਤੇ ਲੋਂਗੇ ਸੋਜੋਨਾ ਸਾਜੂ ਸੇ ਬਿਤਲਾ ਦੇ ਚੋਲਾ ਚੇਜਾ ਚੇਜਾ ਸੀ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਸੋ ਤਵਾ ਸਾਥਸ ਲਬੋਂ ਮਾਦੀਬਾ ਲੋਂਗੇ ਲੈਸੋਨਾ ਅੰਚੋ ਕਰਜੀ ਗਾਸ ਠੀਕ ਵਾਰਸ ਤਵਾ ਸਾਥੇ ਕਿਤੇ ਥੋਲਾ ਯੋਸੋ ਲੋਂਸ਼ੇ ਬਸ਼ਾਵੇ ਸੇ ਸਨਾਸ ਅਨਗੇ ਥੋਜਾ ਤੰਦੀ ਸਲੋਸੂਨਾ ਸੇ ਸਨਾ ਸਾਜੂ ਸੇ ਬਿਕੇਤੇ ਲਬੋਂ ਲਬੋਂ ਦੇ ਛੀਜੇ ਤਾਗੋ ਸੇ ਬਸ਼ੀਸ਼ ਇਹਨਾਂ ਨੇ ਤਲਾ ਮਜੀਬਾ ਜੀ ਦੋਨਾ ਜੀ ਜੀ ਬਸ਼ਾਵੇ ਸਾ ਲਬੋਂ ਤੇ ਜੋ ਮਾ ਲਬੋਂ ਕਰੇ ਬਤ ਨੰਗੇ ਲਾ ਸੋ ਤੋ ਕੋਲਤੇ ਜਾਂਦੀ ਰੇਸ ਰੇਜੇ ਬਸ਼ਾਵਸ ਓਕੇ ਸੋ ਰਮਚੇਸ ਜਸਟ ਵੈਂਟ ਬੈਕ ਥਰੂ ਅਮ ਬੋਧੀਸਾਫਿਸ ਅਰੇਸ ਦਾ ਰਿਟਨ ਟੈਕਸਟਸ ਆਫ ਨਾਨ ਬੁੱਧਿਸ ਫਿਲਾਸਫਰਸ ਥੈਟ ਦੇ ਹੈਵ ਇਨ ਥੇਅਰ ਪੋਸੈਸ਼ਨ and have the scriptures of the buddha written down or they recognize that the texts are without any substance at all and make it known to others as well that it is better to erase them than have the buddha's scriptures uh written down the rimche detsi selbio mari the the shilopi chu the mepa cha the nampi chu tree the 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 shida selbio mari indicate the kanga ire in a shida sopio mari then the the beche lule labudu ne lumo madibal ho ashi ona shaju semba shaju semba talande chu chesashi uso towa jade kete thomba thola soba lonsha bashawo sana shaju semba kete labonte chu jeta gun shibashi ina ne tala ਜੇਬਾ ਮਜਾ ਜੇਬਾ ਮਜਾ ਵਾ ਜੀ ਦੋ ਨਾ ਜੇਬਾ ਸ਼ਾਲਾ ਕੋ ਪਛਾ ਲਬੋਂ ਗਰੇਮਾ ਦੇ ਤੇ ਜਾਂ ਦੀ ਗਰੇ ਸਦੀ ਸਰ ਫਿਨੀ ਨੂੰ ਮੈਂ ਚਾਹੀਦੇ ਤੇ ਸ਼ਾਂਚੂ ਸੈਂਬਾ ਲੇ ਪਾਮ ਦੇ ਦੇ ਗੋਲਾ ਦੇ ਚੀ ਜਿੰਬਾਲਾ ਦੇਨੇ ਦੇ ਦੇ ਇੰਜੀਕੇ ਦੇ ਦੇ ਸ਼ਿਲੋਪੀ ਚੂ ਮੇ ਪਛਾ ਨਾ ਪੀ ਚੂ ਚੀ the 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 yerebe what is up is erase the written text of the chuji ta gun she ba yina chine cha the dawa yun so lon she ba shai shir le bon teni jin ba shawo te jin to jun shin to ne ban dawa de bi shir ton la ma jin jan kanama to me dos 
I'm trying to find out this erasing not I don't, this isn't clear to me in the in the English and hearing the Tibetan. So I'm just trying to see if there's this idea of erasing the these non-Buddhist texts and writing down or if it's saying that but not you know erasing the uh, the ideas from your mind you know just I'm trying to see um you know how would they erase it then even they're block print printed and I'm a racer I'm just trying to figure out what this what this means here so just give me a moment I apologize unless it's very clear to everyone else I just think it it was written in st- a little strange compared to the Tibetan and I just want to make sure nene the samazu yumarbe Shanchu Semba the Shanchu Semba Sanchu Sembe Le Pan Tree Le Pan Tree Gare. Sanchu Semba Lana Bouzusakin Jenda Nichalla <laughs> 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 
kedi çocuğu döndü. Dağın şeba mayına. Mayına ne? Çene can. Tedeva yonsu o. Şeba şayışır. Lepon deni zimbaşa olsa. Kedi çocuğu dağın şeba mayına. Dağın şeba mayına ne? Çene can. Tedeva yonsu o. Lepon şeba şayışır. Lepon deni zimbaşa olsa. So, not further, didn't really get any further, but I'm just going to reread it one more time because Rinpoche did twice. So, um. Bodhisattvas erase the written texts of non Buddhist philosophers that they have in their possession and have the scriptures of the Buddha written down, or they recognize that the texts are without substance at all and make it known to others as well that it is better to erase them and to have the Buddha's scriptures written down. If someone asks you a bodhisattva for a stack of blank paper prepared for a text, you should inquire, what are you going to uh, do with it? If the reply is, I'm going to use it for commercial purposes, and the stack of blank paper is one that you are preparing for religious purposes, do not give it. If you have the money equivalent of the stack of paper, give this to the person. If they do not have the mon- if you do not have the monetary equi- equivalent of the paper, and can neither give um, and give neither money nor paper, you still do not incur a misdeed. Uh, so, if uh, you are so Rinpoche is saying this is speaking about um, actually making books, making texts, printing texts. Um, so when they're um, engaging in the work of block printing texts um, and you have these blank papers, um, what, what um, questions arise uh, when if someone, for instance, wants some of this block print paper uh, because they want to make a book, um, you have to ask them, "What are you going to do with this book? If they're going to use it, make money off of it, or use it for some commercial thing, you give them the equivalent of what the paper would cost, uh, so that they don't. This paper's been prepared. There's a ceremony for religious purposes already um, that this person wants. Um, so one can't give it to him or her because it's going to be misused. So that is an inappropriate giving." Um, so it says to give them the money equivalent, but if you don't have the money equivalent, if you don't give anything, there's no infraction incurred, even though you were asked for something, because you were asked for something inappropriate to give. Um, so that is the point there. And there, obviously, I don't want to spend any more time on it, but there m- must be something to do with what we're talking, block printing and printing this versus printing that. I just have a feeling that it... Uh, it's referring to something of that nature. If you have, if you are a, um, a Buddhist um, and you have a certain room for books, make sure they're the books on the Dharma. I think that these are the way that it's kind of speaking, and, and maybe it's just a little, because um, I've asked so many different ways. If it says anywhere to erase or destroy, or and Rinpoche doesn't see that in here, so I'm going to go back and, and look at the paragraph and see if there is wording that would lean towards that to figure out why it was translated that way. So I'll, 
because I'm very curious about this, so I'm going to check into that and um, move on. Uh, if someone asks you a bodhisattva for a stack of blank paper prepared for a text, you should inquire, what are you going to do with it? If your reply is, I am going to use it for commercial purposes, and the stack of blank paper is one that you are preparing for religious purposes, do not give it. If you have the money monetary equivalent of the blank paper, give it to the person. If you do not have the monetary equivalent of the paper and can give neither money nor paper, you still do not incur a misdeed. Um, if you, let me see. Tangible Okay. Okay, so I'm just going to read out the final of that paragraph and then we get into the next section. If you are not preparing the stack of blank paper for religious purposes, by all means give it away so that it will be joyfully put to use. Similarly, you do not incur a misdeed for not giving it when the request arrives from a desire to transcribe a really vile book. It is the same case for someone who wants to transcribe a middling kind of book, but be aware that you do not incur a misdeed by not meeting a request made by one who wants to transcribe an exalted text. Okay, so, uh, so then, uh, number three is inappropriate giving from the viewpoint of the person. Viewpoint of the basis, I believe, is literally what it says in the Tibetan. Uh, and there are eight categories in this section, according to Jayan Sheba. And it says the first category or first point um, is inappropriate giving from the viewpoint of the person is, for instance, giving away a text to someone who asks for it while you have a desire to understand it. You still have not achieved the purpose of the text but are free from the defilement of stinginess about it. Uh, so this is number one category. <laughs> Jutenes, 
So number two, why is it, so the reason then uh, is going to be presented for the reasoning behind it. Why is it this, why this is inappropriate giving is as follows. Generosity such as this giving of the teachings is for the sake of any three purposes. One, removal of your stinginess. Two, completion of your vast collection of sublime wisdom. And three, fulfilling the vast aims of others. Given this, if you do not, uh, given given this, if you do not give the text, the latter two purposes remain available to you. Whereas if you do give it, they are not available to you. You do not need to accomplish the first purpose, for in in this case, you do not have the defilement of stinginess. So it is not necessary to remove this affliction. I'm not sure, Rinpoche said it goes on. Um, I'm not sure where the break point is, so I'm going to just stop there and uh, um, just look through, make sure there's no commentary, and then uh, we'll go on from there. Um, so in order to, so Rinpoche, the completion of your vast collection of sublime uh, wisdom, in order to become a Buddha, one needs to uh, gather these two collections uh, that are in, um, 
indispensable. So we have the collection of exalted wisdom and the collection of merit. Uh, so both of these are needed to unite so that one can become a Buddha. Without them, it is not possible. Uh, and then fulfilling the vast aims of others, ultimately that is bringing them to a state of Buddhahood, removing your stinginess, um, is clear. Um, ネパネパカバカハコマレユネンゲツムチカ。ネパデシナテジビガワツンヒンビシロソテニバサンテ。ソンバシャンサセテムソンバレンゴレ。ソンバシャンサ。シャンサセソンバレンゴレ。ソン
consul sampa ke champo ire then a dutsu nyunyun tearing the triwa triwa cheek then gadu gadu yuna dixon Tajibamajis, <laughs> Kitchakibujine, Shugula soba Natashe ne dona Dud Chanjin nos Chanjin Tungabari do Tokibe Tokibe water the Chuljin and Jigamadus Kibashi waters Shansenji Tombane Shuji Sanji Shansella Uji Tanji Samba Taban and Jin Tabaris Lutune Bena, Glunki, Kalu, Sugula Soba, Camberdelebank, Sugula Soba, Nantaji, Kune, Changinos, Sugula Sutuka, Jengi Insan, Sanlutane, Nyadagin, or the Nebatan, Mugi, Nebogomandoa. Nantaji lost. Yeah. Okay. So the way to refuse uh, to give is to avoid using harsh language, such as saying, I am not giving it to you. Rather, communicate with skill and means, then send the person off. Skill and means is as follows. From the first, bodhisattvas turn over with pure intention all their belongings to all the Buddhas and bodhisattvas of the Ten Directions. Uh, this is like, for example, the way that fully ordained monks keep religious robes and the like, which they have mentally earmarked uh, for their abbot or master. Um, because the monks have uh, transferred their robes in this way, even though they accumulate belongings, they are called bodhisattvas living in the noble family and infinitely increase merit. Uh, so... Um, Looks like we're going to end there. And I'm going to address a question that was asked last week. Um, and then if we have another question, that's fine. But we had a really important question addressed last week. And I said that I would get to it this week. Um, so let's just end there. So the question um, that was asked uh, last week is, if we, um, and have heard His Holiness the Dalai Lama say, that Mount Meru, for instance, is something that is not believed by the scientific community. Um, they've stated that it is not findable. Uh, so we have seen uh, at times where His Holiness the Dalai Lama says, well, we can pretty much say that we can disregard Mount Meru. We have to defer to science and that we have to, um, if, if that's the case, if science says that it's not there, we, we have to look at that. 
so His Holiness the Dalai Lama has stated that, and a question has arisen in that uh, since that would categorically fall under an extremely hidden phenomena, just like the hell realm, just like the hungry ghost realm, just like the gods realms, just like all of these other realms that we can't see through direct valid cognition, how do, where does it stop? Where can we say, okay, um, this is definitely correct, even though science says that it's not. Science can't find a hell realm. Science can't find these hungry ghosts. Science can't find these gods. So we don't have science being able to locate these things. Science has not been able to locate Mount Meru, and the Dalai Lama has said we have to start thinking about dismissing it. So where does this dismissal stop and where can we be confident that tomorrow there's not a hell realm or the next day there's not this? So that's a question that arose and uh, I think it's an important one. I've heard over a lot. So I'm going to ask Rinpoche. It's just going to take me a minute possibly to make sure we get to the pith of the question. Okay, the triwa de, the ke chempel do, the tsen ripa, the ri chempel, yomare. The Gangri route, the, the Mount Meru, mm. the Richembo, the Kelen, the Yomare, the Kabiyare, the, ka, the Kasakala, the Machine, Loson. Then a Jao Rinpoche, Sumpere, Chikshena de Richembo, Yomare, Chikshena de, de, de Zu, Zu Becha, the, the Richembo Yure. Rijelbo, Richembo. Then a Jao Rinpoche, Sumpere, the Senripa, Kelen, the Yomare. Then a chikshena yomare, chikshena de zu. Then a rimbache, the yomare. Then a natsu ngelwa tuntugumare. Natsu yida tuntugumare. Natsu ha tuntugumare. Then a garishene, natsu detso tuntugumare. Then rejelpo tuntugumare. Chapagare, Chikshena Sani Jao Rimbache Kelan, Ngawa Nyune Yomare, Gangensena Senripa Da Tugumare, Dene Nani Hla Yomare, Gangensena Senripa, the machine Tun Tugumare, then Kabar Kagadu Rimbache, Gangensena the Bogazan the Tanguda, Lesser, Goalichinichons, Magoalichinichons, Lesser. Mago <laughs> I see Rimshay saying, well, the three realms, where did they come from? They come from great degrees, the three higher realms from a great degree of virtue, a medium degree, and a small degree. I said, no. Why can't it be that a human is a great degree of virtue, a dog is a medium degree of virtue, and a bug is a small degree of virtue? We see all those things. That's a correct sign then. Lesso. May. Ki. Boo. Then Garshene, Garshene, Yomare, Yomare, Dian Dame, so stop me. Lesser. 
the depo sum the chikshen and konsu gechi shema depo may lot lot the lot yene the the konsu the natsu leka then judre the kelangamare jisun judre ke malena judre ke malena pamal pokuje andoste the pamin depo marbes ta depo you So what Rinpoche is saying basically is that there has to be a result if there is a cause. Um, so I'm saying that if there's no Mount Meru, if we can say that, then why can't we say there's no hell? Why can't we say there's no hungry ghost? And Rinpoche said that when we look at specific <laughs> behaviors and we look at concordant results, that the greatest degrees of misbehaviors or the greatest degrees of virtuous behaviors have to have a concordant result, just like very, very subtle degrees of virtue and subtle degrees of non-virtue have results. So Rinpoche is saying that if we look at the framework of the six realms of existence, we can see how with these variations of behavior at a small, medium, and great level, how they can become concordant with, if they're virtue, these small, medium, and great levels of the realm that was presented, such as the gods, demigod, and human, and then the lower realms of the animal, hungry ghost, uh, and hell realm. So, uh, these degrees and varieties of behavior create the degrees and varieties of experience, and which I have no problem with. The problem I have with is the specific result that we're saying that it is, because w- it could be any result that we call it. We come up with three, three and three anythings. Um, so that's just what I'm debating with Rinpoche about. I'm saying that why couldn't the greatest degree create a human, a medium degree create a dog? Not bad. And a small degree create a bug? Pretty bad. You know, so why? And we can see all that. That could make sense to us. And we could not negate that. Whereas Mount Meru, we negate. Hell realm, why aren't we negating it? So then a garshene, the sanlo chi Rinpoche. Nampi chu tsanlo dangamare, the chikshena de chu sarpa. Chu sarpa ke len. Gewa chembo? Me. Gewa chunchun? Jewa din? Ki, dendru. Gewa chungo? Bu. Then konsu ke len kandre ka. 
Ngatu the ki tondu, Ngatu me tondu, Ngatu bu tondu. Then kandre ka. The the chu sarpa, the kalen. Kandre ka rimche. Kandre ka. The ngay, the chu sarpa tsampa, the chi dambu kakare. I'm saying in my new religion, I think that bugs and, and dogs are different. They're in different categories. I'm calling them different categories. Bug category, dog category, and human. And I'm asking him to negate that. Right now, if I came in with a new religion to prove to me that's not true. Kandre ka. Kandre the chu sarpa. Nge sampa the gewa chembo meju. Gewa din ki ju. Gewa chon buju. Then Rinpoche said, so what's the bird's cause? What's the bird's cause? If you're making these categories and changing things, what's the bird's cause? So this is the way it would be debated. This is what they do in Drepung. I'm not being disrespectful at all. This is what the Buddha expects us to do. So when you have these doubts about Buddhism, you have to ask. You have to tear it apart because it's what will cause you tomorrow to not believe any of it. So it's really important that you dispel these kinds of things, doubts, before they get out of control. And the way you do it is by doing what we're doing and, and analyzing it. So the truth is, though, that Buddhism asserts, just to make sure that we have the correct, Buddhism asserts that there are degrees of virtue and non-virtue. The greatest degree of virtue creates the God realm. The medium degree of virtue creates demigod realm. Small degree of virtue creates the human realm. Then we look at non-virtue. Greatest degree of non-virtue creates the um, hell realm. Medium degree... Degree of non-virtue creates the hungry ghost. Small degree of non-virtue creates the animal realm. So this is the framework that Buddhism gives. And just as a translator's note, this is extremely hidden phenomena that cannot be realized through dependence upon a sign. You have to realize it through what's called inference through belief, which is a form of inferential valid cognition if you study Lorig. And you can only arrive at it by believing that everything else has been so true that this must be as well. But then you see the pitfall from this discussion about the Mount Meru that you fall into with that assertion that everything he said must be true because this stuff's true, then you find out that the, this. Uh, and I have, I'm getting, I know, everyone's waving over there. I know there's a question. I'm clear. I'm clear, Ted. I'm clear, Coleman. I'm clear, Stasha. I'm clear, everybody. We got a question. Just one second. Um, uh, um, I had something important to ask Rimshay. Well, I'll remember it. So, okay, what's the, the question? Um, I had a question oh, um, going back to the inappropriateness um, from the viewpoint of time, um, talking about giving of your flesh um, based on having great compassion. Yes. Um, it, it's relating to something um, um, like organ donation. Yes. Um, if you're still developing an attitude of great compassion, would it be appropriate um, given that um, something like organ donation would come from a um, a, um, a the appropriateness of purpose, um, would it still be appropriate if you haven't, um, say, fully realized that great compassion? Okay. Rimache, Kongi Triwa, the Ari La, the Motadang La Chair. The Motadang La Chair, then Kong Triwa Jagadu. 
Chiran mota dun tuna, chiran shina, chiran ni me jenda te tugudue, chiran de lung me jenda te tugudu, then a the lenja lai, then the marpo heart, la lenja lai, nge ni te disung, nge gamba, the me jenda ropa che tuna, then nge the supo kanga te digsung, nge shidu, mota dun tu nge shisung. Then the con karma nga jupo nira me jenda te tudu me jenda ni juniuna then the chala kashe pecha che tudu then con triwa de the larem chembo the the ninji mena ninji chembo mena then atsu the the lo jimba yomare yene the the digre Gangisena nga de de ninji chempo yomari. Yene nge de lo jimbo nge shena mota duntuna nge de supo gariena de te nge nge lenjason. Then nge de digson rimpeche? Then garishene digre. The kongi kongi de garishene digre. Gangisena lamrim chempo ke len chiran de ninji chempo mena then the the sha tegamare. さてのそうするどんげちぶんおる。レッソ。で、ちゃんと先に読んでんやけど。いいね、シェナ、ドゲタ。で、モタドントナ。モタドントナ、でんどんげんごろ。いいね、で、シェス。モタドントシェ
for that person, would you want to rip into their body? That's where the debate takes place. He or she is not I. I'm nowhere near there, so I'm an organ donor. Right. We were. T- I was. Sh- I was speaking about the organ donor. You were talking. You talking about organ donor alive, also, well, or were you talking about organ donor on the license at the time of death? Well, there's that, but then also you don't have to cause yourself pain or suffering to say give like um kidney. to save like a kidney. Right. That's something that's different. Um, but I mean, I, that, that, I mean, I guess that could be covered as well. Okay. I'll, I just and then make kashi. The Shima song, Natsuk the Kemunire, then Sansan Kemuchi, Mejendate, then Dugno Yongamare, Nan Nagamare, Yene Kon Ropachegudu, Mekashi de Yere, Nama Chiran Getu Nick, Mejenda Kon de Teson. So, yeah, so that would be an amazing uh, form of generosity if you're able to do it. And Rinpoche said each person has to really look at what he or she is comfortable with. I'm sorry, I forgot to translate that with the card. Um, it has to look at what he or she is comfortable with. Um, and uh, But that is great generosity to give somebody life like that, um, an organ, a live organ donation. Sorry, I went right to the you know final death. I guess that's my mind. I'm already, I'm there, but... Um, but uh, yeah. So it's really about your preparedness to do such a thing. And if it's going to throw you off the track altogether, you shouldn't. That's really what it's saying. It's saying that if you're, not, if you're not spiritually developed enough, this might throw you off of the spiritual track altogether. So until you're spiritually ready, you shouldn't do these things. I mean, that's really and simply uh, what, it, what it says. Because it can, it can hurt you in so many ways and hurt others. Okay. Concluding mandala offering and dedication prayer. I hope that uh, somewhat answered the, the question that came up. And it's one we need to keep driving at. Um, Rinpoche, the Shacha Tupa, Rijelpo Kelensung, or Basu Bandu Kuna? Basu Bandu Kuna. Shacha Tupa? Shacha Tupa doesn't think Buddha said anything about Meru. Basu Bandu did. Interesting. So many people were talking about um, where is this and about the universe and were questioning these things. So Basu Bandu wrote down this kind of cosmology to answer everyone's questions as to where everything was. So it's, it's interesting. Last week we were talking about is it just they threw a bone out so that people would be appeased um, with this cosmology because it doesn't matter ultimately with your spiritual growth, how the world was created makes no difference and you becoming enlightened. So interesting. Uh, so yes, Buddha, it's, it appears that we, there's no reference, but Basubandhu wrote about it because people were interested. Um, so that's what Rinpoche just said. Basubandhu wrote, the, by the way, the Abhidharma Kosha, and that's where you find most of this cosmology in the Mount Meru, and etc. Okay. Concluding Mandal offering and dedication prayer. The fundamental ground is scented with incense and strewn with flowers, adorned with Mount Meru, the four continents, the sun and the moon. I imagine this as a Buddha land and offer it. May all sentient beings enjoy this pure realm. 
I dedicate whatever virtues I have collected for the benefit of the teachings and of all sentient beings, and in particular for the essential teachings of Venerable Lozandrapa to shine forever. I send forth this jeweled mandala to you, precious Guru. I dedicate all this virtue to emulate the knowledge of the hero Manjushri and likewise Samantabhadra as well, with whatever dedication is praised as supreme by all the conquerors who traverse the three times. I also dedicate all my roots of virtue for the sake of auspicious deeds. In that pure land surrounded by snowy mountains, you are the source of all benefit and happiness. All powerful Avogateshvara Tenzin Jatso may stay until samsara's end. Pray for the long life of the precious Kensar Wandok, upholder of scriptural and realizational doctrines, spiritual friend who trained extensively in the five great philosophical texts, with exceptional wisdom and perseverance. Suji Rimbachi Guti Shapi Denalang. Shansa. Jay is no more knowledge. That's it.